Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Blues back in action tonight against the Dallas Stars. Pre-game with Alex and Joe starts at 6 o'clock right here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. Battle of the Stars. The Blues won the Battle of the Blues, and so now it's the Battle of the Stars. Like dancing with the Stars. Sure, I'm here for it. Right now we're going out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN and Bally Sports Midwest. Joe, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. How you doing today? Joey! 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 Ah, you're so awesome. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, doing doing really good. Down here at the Enterprise Center, there's a media luncheon. I'm kind of overlooking it now. I think I see some barbecue pork down there. So why would I get off with you guys? I'm going to, I'm going to slam a couple of those down. Hey, Joey, I've got a question for you. I, I gotta, I gotta do this because we talked about it on the air the other day. You didn't run a half marathon on Sunday. Did you? I did not run a half marathon on Sunday. I don't think I did. What day is it? No, I don't think I did. Why? Now tell them why, BK. Okay, so uh, I I had a little bit of an issue on Sunday morning. Uh, I ran a half marathon in the uh, the Mocal Bell out in St. Charles, and there was a guy in front of me, and he looked kind of like one Joey Vitale. And I was like, man, I, I think that might be Joe. But you know how it's kind of awkward, and you're like, I, I don't know if that's Joe. It might be Joe. Maybe it's Joe. I'm not sure. It's... So I did. I decided not to like say anything, uh, and I, I ran a little too fast because I was trying to keep up with the former pro athlete that apparently was not a former pro athlete. Uh, ended up uh, resulting in cramps for your guy. So um, it's good to know that you weren't the the individual that I was stalking for about 25 minutes on my run on Sunday. So I, I guess I have to ask the question then, sure. BK. What about uh, his backside? Sure, yeah, no. Gave it away that you thought it was me. That's what I said. He said so it, he it was said mostly it was, the hair, honestly. He said the, it was the luscious. The hair looked like it was yours. Um, it, it, it was looking great, by the way. And I, he had a cross tattoo on his side. And I, I didn't know if you had a tattoo or not, but I felt like it was at least in play. And if you did, I would assume it would have been a cross. He said luscious so, backside, too, Joe. Yep, yep, yep. That, that, that's what gave it away for me. No, again, no tattoos on me. But I knew it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you didn't mind. Uh, what, what do they call it in running? Is it drafting? You were drafting behind exactly. this, this, this big moose, apparently, with a <laughs> big lower half. I'm sure he uh, he didn't love the fact that some weird guy was drafting behind him the whole way. I that's, called him Joe. Joe, that's, no, what, <laughs> Joe, that's what uh, What's-His-Face did in the office. Stu, he, ran, he drafted behind Kevin so his nipples didn't bleed. <laughs> Oh man, I tell you what, I, what, what, I do run every Friday with the group and, and every now and then we'll, we'll do like a, like a four or five mile one. And, and, you know, it's a social thing, right? So I'm like, we're, we're talking the whole run, uh, you know, so it's not just a, uh, it's not a competitive run. It's a, it's, we're there to talk and we get exercise at the same time, but every now and then we'll do like these, you know, like four or five miles and, and we run together the whole way. Now the guys I run with could literally blow me out of the water. Like it's not even close. These guys are fit athletes, and I'm just like kind of hanging on for dear life. <laughs> so we'll run, and they and they graciously stick stick back with me the whole time. 
But then as soon as we make like that final turn around like the neighborhood and there's like the coffee house we're going to end up in, I just go on an all out sprint and I just brag about my victory the entire breakfast. It's, it's absolutely classic and uh, certainly some good banter along the way. But that's about as far as I'll ever run BK. I, I, I'm not a big happy. I, I definitely wouldn't do a full. And those triathletes, those people are just completely nuts. Yeah, no, I'm with Amen you. Um, I thought you were doing it, and uh, as a result of that, I tried to keep up with the guy that was a former pro athlete, and it ended poorly for me. And then he All was right, winded. Joe, let's talk a little bit about these Blues going into tonight's game. It looks like we're mostly going to see the uh, the Blues lineup that we'll expect on opening night. I did want to ask you about the defensive pairings. Looks like it's going to be Letty with Pareko. Do you think that's going to be what we start out with again this season? I think so, uh, BK. I think that this is, I mean, this is what, what you know, Chris Kerber and I on our brief post game uh, the other day, we kind of were, uh, we kind of hypothesized, I guess is the right way to say it, what the opening night roster would look like based off the lines we saw in Columbus. And we, we were pretty spot on. I mean, you watch enough preseason games and you've been a part of enough preseasons, you kind of know how the coaches are, are, their inner workings and what these lines mean. And, and there's definitely a lot of hidden messages behind a lot of stuff. Uh, so Jake Neighbors, you know, being on that fourth line with with Torpchenko and, and Sunquist tonight, to me, uh, I think that that is what they're hoping for come next week. You know, I think they want to make it work uh, desperately with Jake Neighbors to stay up here and be a part of this. So they're going to give him another look here tonight. You know, you look at uh, the players on the outside, whether it be McEachern, Walker, Torpchenko, for example, you know, all these players have to clear waivers. Now, this is where it becomes interesting is that Jake Neighbors is the only forward, really, that does not have to clear waivers that's really competing for that spot. So as much as they want to make it work, it could be something where Doug Armstrong has to send him down uh, from simply a numbers game. A lot just depends on the waiver wire uh, currently and what it's going to be like in the next three, three to four days. You bring up uh, Nick Letty, and you also bring up Colton Pareko. I, I do think that that is going to be the pair they, they want to go with. I think that uh, unlike last year, they want to give Colton a steady, just defending partner. I think at times he was with Krug, at times he was with Falk. You know, th- those type of players, they like to get up in the rush, they like to join. And I think at times Colton Pareko was uh, hung out the dry, and I don't know if it uh, was the best for him. So you look at when Colton was the most successful here in St. Louis, it was with another stay-home defenseman in Jay Bowmeister. So I do think that they really do like that pairing of having two steady, uh, just defending guys up top. And then you throw Falk with Tory Crew. Both guys can play on the offense, but certainly a Justin Falk, to me, maybe the most consistent defenseman all last year. So you put him with Tory Krug, and then we'll see what happens on that bottom pair. I think, to me, Marco Scandella is probably going to be a lock to start the season. And it really just comes down to, you know, Tucker, Bortuzzo, Callie Rosen, uh, along those ways as, as far as who can get in there and certainly compete for that last spot. But a great opportunity again here for Tyler Tucker to continue to improve throughout his camp, which I think he's been great, and to showcase himself and show this coaching staff that uh, that bottom pair right side uh, is, is his for, for the losing. Joe, have you seen or heard from any of the coaches the changes in scheme on the defensive side with Mike Weber? You know, the only thing I will say, Alex, that we've talked to Craig Berube about, uh, it's more of a team thing, is that everything's just very tight. They're keeping everything uh, defending from the middle on out this year. Uh, it's a different style. If you look at the game tonight, it's hard to watch. I know because it's preseason. Uh, but, you know, maybe come Saturday, if it's some of the fans are in the building, they'll see it. When we're in our defensive zone and the other team has puck possession, full puck possession, 
you watch our defensive zone. I mean, there is five guys. I mean, it is like a, almost like a dice, like the, the five on a die, like four on the outside, one right in the middle, almost like they're killing a six on five. It's a very tight defensive zone coverage. They're not running to the boards. They're not running to the corners. They're not running um, recklessly out to the points as, as much as they were last year. And the idea behind it is that they need to limit the grade A chances again. And that was what the biggest problem was last year where they were too spread out and things were opening up in the middle of the ice. And this, this year they're going to be defending inside out. They're going to be more, more cautious, more poised in the middle and take their chances, of course, on bobble pucks, but not, not go reckless like they, they were at times last year. And I think this is a really good beginning point. It's a good starting point for this group. It's a way to get some confidence, a way to limit the grade A chances. Uh, the only downside I think, to the system is that you have to be willing to block shots. I mean, teams are going to see that this is the system they're running. They're going to use the outside. They're going to use their points a ton. And you know, those point shots with a lot of bodies in front, that's where it can create a lot of chaos. So it's just going to be very important that the Blues are committed to, to boxing out, not only that, but also blocking shots from the point. Joey Vitale is our guest for just another minute here on 101 ESPN. Joey, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, I've really liked what we've seen so far from the Verona, Hayes, and Blay line. I want to ask you specifically about Jakub Vrana, who was really good to finish out the year goal scoring wise for the Blues last year. He's been very productive for them thus far in the uh, preseason. What do you think are realistic expectations for Vrana going into 2023? You know, I think that, can, you know, can he score 20 goals? Maybe. I mean, he's certainly got a great shot. I think, I think that if you get 15 goals out of Jakub Vrana um, before the deadline, uh, either is it something that you sign him to an extension, or is he a really good, uh, a really good suitor for for a possible trade? I think that he's got in the tank for that. Uh, we've seen him preseason already. We saw a little bit last year. He's got a lethal shot. I mean, it comes off so snappy. He, was, he uses a very whippy stick. He doesn't need a lot of space to get it off. Uh, he just got a great one timer. You know, a lot's going to depend on two BK is where they have him on these power play units. I don't think he cracks the top unit, but I do see him on that bottom unit, uh, that second unit there on that right dot where he can let that one-timer go. So if you have enough, enough good chemistry on that second unit and you can move that puck around, you know, one thing the Blues have not had in the last couple seasons has been a lethal one-timer. You know, I'm talking like a Patrick Line, a type of right, right-handed shot. Um, you know, those type of players are, are very valuable on the power play. So if you can get him going, and, and really set him up on the power play. I think 15 is a great expectation. I think 20 would be even better. Uh, I think he's got the shot, and certainly right now with Kevin Hayes' puck possession in the offensive zone, big body, he can help He can help facilitate that, that number along. Joey, enjoy that pulled pork, my friend. We'll mm. talk with you again next week. Sounds good, boys. Have a great day.